Welcome to Horse Happenings with myself, Lindsay Partridge. In this episode, we're going to talk about hay nets and eating hay and the posture for horses, how that's impacted. There was a study that came out earlier this year that looked at the different positions for horses eating hay and how that impacts them. So it was actually an Italian research team that put this all together to really study this hay net and feeder kind of posture things. And they were specifically looking at different heights and different angles and how that was impacting the back, the neck, and the jaw of the horses. And they did this by studying uh, six healthy warm blood horses around uh, 14 years and were really observing their eating from the three different positions and so the three positions they were looking at was one which was on the ground so that's what they called kind of the control position so that's kind of the natural way to eat on the ground uh, the second one was with their neck held at about 15 degrees below the wither height so that's a really low hay net position that's about at knee level so pretty low and then the third one was with their neck held about 15 degrees above the withers which is considered the high hay net position and in my experience in the past we always typically held the hay nets pretty high because we didn't want the horses to step on them and they used to have big holes in the hay nets and we even used hay bags that had pretty big holes as well so it could be a concern if your horse was pawing at the net that they would get their foot stuck in it now we tend to use the slow feeder nets that have much smaller spaces so there isn't really the same concern that a horse is going to get caught up in the hay bag so we do tend to put them a little bit lower than what we did in the past but interesting that those are the three positions that they are studying here so they were looking at the different shape variations of the horse's back and neck as they ate as well as using um, they called it geometric more fomits technique and they found that the low hay net position actually resulted in a very similar back position as the control group of just eating off the ground norm normally so like having the elongated uh, dorsi muscles in the back which run along each side of the horse's back and under where the saddle sits so that was actually similar with eating off the ground and eating in the low hay net position but at the higher hay net position they noticed that the horse's back positions changed significantly and the shortening of the muscles was really really noted in the back when the horses were eating from the higher hay net position and the angle that they were looking at between the horse's jawline and neckline when eating was found to be really really important as well so as the horse's neck raised the angle closed more and that led to um, more of a highly unnatural eating angle, especially at the highest level of where they were hanging the hay net. So as the horse's head comes up more, they kind of tuck their head a little bit more and that angle and that jaw is changing and how they eat is changing. So the researchers really, they were concluding that it's really important to be aware of these unnatural body positions that are created by using hay nets, depending on how we're hanging them and positioning them but of course they still cautioned from the horse safety perspective about doing low hay nets and they're going to do more research to look at okay so now that we can see that there's definitely shortening of the back muscles happening with these high hay net positions 
how is this affecting the horse long term because they are predicting and suspecting that this is affecting their digestive system and their musculoskeletal system, but there aren't any concrete answers yet as to just how much this is impacting the horse. So at our farm, we mostly feed our horses round bales in slow feeder nets. And so this has me thinking about that because when the horses have a full round bale, like a brand new round bale, then they're going to be eating a little bit more in that high position because the bale is full and it's tall and so they'll be eating kind of up. And then as they eat down the bale, then they would be starting to lower their head position and it would get lower. And then of course the cycle repeats. They get a new round bale probably every three or four days. So that whole cycle would just keep repeating itself. The practicality of always putting hay out on the ground is a little bit tricky, especially in the weather when you've got mud and you've got ice or different things going on depending on what season it is. That's going to be very tricky to put hay out all the time and then also just the, the labor, the man hours to put out hay every day several times a day is a significant impact as well compared to having that round bale. Now sometimes if the footing is good, like it's frozen, we don't have to worry about mud or things like that, then we will take a round bale and we'll actually unroll it. So we'll kind of move it around the field and unroll it out amongst the horses. And then that way they're definitely eating off the ground and it's a little bit different. But if it's really mucky out or it's raining or it's gonna snow and cover it all up, then that's not really a practical solution for, um, for feeding the horses as well and then doing individual hay nets kind of low that would be a little bit tricky so that's how we do things at our farm i'm definitely curious to hear how this um this changes the horse's ability to carry themselves with impulsion with engagement with collection if it affects their riding comfort at all having their heads up higher for eating and it definitely makes me think about in the trailer, making sure that the horses have a, a lower hay net, but of course using that slow feeder net and being really careful how it's tied with the cord so that way the horse can't get uh, caught up in anything. So I found this really interesting. I'm gonna definitely try to make sure my horses can eat more off of the ground. And if I am using a hay bag, being careful not to hang it too high. In this case, they're saying, uh, basically keep it at the knee level. So below the withers is kind of what we're looking for. And uh, so that means making sure we've got the slow feeder nets and tucking those cords away such that the horse can't get wrapped up in that. So pretty interesting stuff. Uh, another little safety tip with that is I always care, carry a pocket knife with me and then that way if a horse gets caught up in a string or something like that you've got a tool ready to use that you can quickly whip that out and cut the horse free. It's kind of a handy thing to have. I'll never forget I was at a, um, a clinic actually and a horse had rolled and got their foot caught in an electric fence and the electric rope was off so the horse wasn't getting zapped or anything like that thank goodness but the horse was caught up in the rope and so really really quickly the farm owner ran over popped out his knife and he quickly cut the fence cut the rope and the horse was set free and was able to roll over and get back up and how handy was that that he had that knife ready and uh I had another instance too I was at a horse competition and we were doing a drag in the extreme cowboy race and there was a guy riding his horse around comes around to the drag and just the way he kind of turned the horse stepped on it and it got caught in his horseshoe 
and then the horse got kind of freaked out a little bit and it started to go really south the horse started to spin and get caught up in that rope and the rider quickly hopped off he happened to have his pocket knife on him quickly cut the rope loose and the horse got free from the drag and could have in both instances could have been a much worse scenario but because they had their pocket knives handy and within reach they were able to quickly get their horses out of a really sticky situation so that could be a very helpful little tidbit when we're thinking about all this stuff so i hope this has enlightened you to give you something to think about when you're feeding your horses and give you a little safety tip to think about too thanks for listening guys Thanks for listening to Horse Happenings with myself, Lindsay Partridge. Remember, you can always check out more great free resources and other information at HarmonyHorsemanship.com or check me out on my personal website, LindsayPartridge.com. That's Lindsay with an E, Partridge.com or HarmonyHorsemanship.com. Thanks so much for listening and bye for now.